0: Hey there, it's Tanya Stokes, and welcome to the podcast. So here's a place where I come to be authentically Tanya. That's right. If you are in the beauty or barbering community, I want to welcome you. Um, This podcast started out as something totally different, and now it's a podcast just for you. It's where we could come and be our authentic self. Now, of course, we know that because it's a public platform that some of our clients or some of our friends and family members will find us, but we keep it clean over here. (laughs) We keep it honest and we're okay because being in this space, being in a space where you could be who you are as a business professional And allowing other people to peep in or eavesdrop, so to speak, gives them an opportunity to take a look at themselves and to also hear and feel and understand what it is that we go through on a daily basis as business owners. So today, I have two words for you. And that is, I quit. I quit. Do you remember that commercial where the young lady was walking through the office and she was like, dessert in the break room? (laughs) So they showed all her coworkers coming to the break room. And she put a cake on the table and the cake said, I quit. And then she You know, they of course left the rest to the imagination that she quit her job and became an entrepreneur. She opened a bakery. Well, that's not what I'm quitting on, and that's not what I expect you to do. But I want you to quit sleeping on yourself. I want you to quit betting on yourself. I want you to quit. Playing it small. I want you to quit being second. I want you to quit walking away broken. I want you to quit overthinking. And I want you to quit doubting yourself. I want you to quit. Say it with me right now. I quit. Say it again. I quit. You have got to quit sleeping on yourself if you plan to go into 2022 as a boss, as they say. (laughs) You know, it's so crazy. When I use um, street lingo, I'm I'm always shocked at how much of it I have inside of me (laughs) because it's not my natural language. But when you hear it enough, you'd be like, yo, I'm always grinding. I'm a boss. <laughs> B what is it? B A W S E boss. But yeah, if you want to go into 2023 as a boss, if you want to go into 2023, putting your numbers out there, not caring what people think or whether or not somebody's gonna question your prices, you gotta quit all that other stuff. You have got to quit hanging with, oh gosh, Tanya, can you say this? You've got to quit hanging with people who aren't growing. you got to quit hanging with the people who have a new business idea. They have a new business idea every other day. You've got to quit hanging with the people who just talk about it. You need to start hanging with people that are results-driven people. You've got to hang out with the people that are doing things and making moves. You've got to hang out with people that are quoting their prices and not negotiating. Now, I know I've said in the past that everything is negotiable. Everything is negotiable. But in the example that I used on yesterday, remember The lady said, hey, I only work with people for uh, six months to a year. And the negotiation was, well, I only want to hire you for a quarter. I need to hire you for a quarter to see what it is, to see if we gel, you know, to see if this commitment or to see if committing to you is worth it. Yeah, everything is negotiable. But that doesn't mean that you have to come down off of your prices. Now, what the person could have said was, well, it's going to cost you more. They could have said that I will let you hire me for a quarter, but it's going to cost you more than it would have cost you if you hired me for a year. Now that's another negotiation, right? So they did a counter offer. You've got to get into rooms that will teach you how to do those things. You are not just a hairdresser. You're not just a barber. You're not just a makeup artist. You're not just an esthetician or a massage therapist. You are a business professional, a boss. (laughs) You are and you've got to start thinking like that and you got to stop thinking like a pimp you've got to stop thinking like this is a one time deal yes what we do is transactional but it's also relationship building and in order for you to get to that level you got to quit you i don't care if what i'm saying is grammatically incorrect i don't care if it's grammatically incorrect but you got to quit playing small. You got to quit hanging with people that are on your level. You got to get in the room of people who are doing more than you, people who are where you want to be. And sometimes I know that's not affordable, but those people are always looking for volunteers. And I've said this before, if you can't afford it, See if they need a volunteer because you can't unhear what you heard, can't unsee what you saw, even if you were just there to hand out the flyers or to check people's tickets. The speaker is always loud enough for you to hear. When you are in proximity to greatness, you would be a fool if you don't show up with a small notebook that fits in your pocket, or if you don't turn on your audio or your video on your cell phone so that you can snatch some of that greatness. But today, I want you to quit. Just say, I quit. I quit pretending that person didn't say that. Who's that person? Your clients, your customers. You know, sometimes customers will say some off-the-wall sugar honey iced tea. They will. And I'm at the point in my life where I don't have time to figure out where it came from. You know what I mean? I'm at that point in my life where I'm not sitting here like, well, you know, she is going through a horrible divorce. She didn't mean it that way. I am past that. If you're not in your 20s and you came out of your mouth the wrong way with a nice tone and possibly even a smile on my face underneath my mask, I will correct you right where you said it. Right where you said it. Why? Because I quit a long time ago. I quit pretending People didn't intentionally say something to be rude and disrespectful. I quit. See, I'm not a discounted version of a professional. I'm not a watered down version of a hairstylist. I'm not a watered down version of a boss. I'm not. And I never was. I promise you, I implore you to ask people about me. M- meet somebody from Charleston and do what you know about Tanya. Tanya is a lot of fun. Tanya is loyal. Tanya means business, and Tanya will check you right where you mess up. I'll never forget, there was a situation at my son's school where they had given all the kids access to the gym, whether you were still weightlifting or not, you know, whether you uh, took that class or not, they would still give you access to the gym. So if you were an athlete, if you were in a weightlifting program, you still had access to the gym. And they had a situation where somebody was either stealing out of somebody's locker or they had ransacked a couple of kids' lockers or something like that. So everybody that had access to the gym were told that they had to go home and their parents were going to be called. Well, I didn't get this information until like Friday after the gym had closed. So of course I'm trying to find, (laughs) I'm trying to get people's cell phone number and stuff like that. And I had a horrible weekend. I had a horrible weekend because I couldn't see past the email or the telephone call. I was waiting for Monday morning to find out what was going on, even though my son had told me, you know, it's everybody, blah, blah, blah." The school probably opened around 7, 7.30. The janitors got there around 7, 7.15. I was there with the janitor. When the janitor put the key in the door to open the building, my car was the car in the parking lot. By the time security got there, I was in the waiting room. They they left me in the, turned on all the lights and left me in the principal's office. So security camp comes in and it's a woman. Um, I've seen her before just in passing, like, Hey, how you doing? So when she saw me, she says, may I help you? I said, yeah, my name is Tanya Stokes. And she said, Devante's mom. I said, yeah. So she started to chuckle. Now I'm still like hot and trying to figure this whole thing out. So I said, is something funny? Stone face, you know. So she said, um, what was the guy's name? Principal Pugh or Paul or something like that. She says, you know, when we when we sent that message, because it was an automated Thing, she said, the principal said, Devante's mom will call you first. <laughs> she said, she don't play about her child. Like, so I just want to tell you, she says, I should have called. She says, and I've been meaning to call. And he even suggested, maybe you should call her. And There's a whole backstory about why he feels that way, because in the ninth grade, I had to check him and I checked him. And when I was done checking him, I made him apologize to my son's class, not like in front of them reprimanding him. But I sent him an email and I called him. I was like, these boys look up to you. You owe them an apology. And when my son came home, he was like, Ma, you know, the principal came and apologized to the class. And then he pulled me aside and apologized to me. And, you know, in his mind, he's thinking, oh, nice principal. He didn't know that behind closed doors, Mama Bear was back there checking people. So when she said that, you know, of course, I didn't get into that situation with her because I'm sure he'd already told her. She was like, but I just want you to know that he didn't have anything to do with it. Um, But we had to send the message out to all the parents. She was like, it was like three boys and we, we knew who did it, but you know how some schools, I hate when people do that. Like when you send stuff out and you get everybody, you know, in a panic, but you already know it's this group of kids that did it. You know what I mean? But so that their parents won't feel some kind of way because parents are friends, then you you put everybody on edge. And that's kind of what they did. And she was like, no, 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 no you're fine. You know, he wasn't even at the gym uh, when they ransacked the lockers or whatever. So I was like, okay. And she just kept laughing. And I was like, it's not funny. I was like, you know, we just, we don't play <laughs> with our kids. Like, I just don't. So it was, it was that thing. So when I tell you people will be like, yeah, you know, Tanya, you know, she, she means business and like, like you just don't get away with doing certain things. I don't let you get away with doing things as it relates to me. And you didn't get away with doing things as it relates to my son. Now, if we did something, then I stand to be corrected and I apologize. I am sorry. And if he did something, I would make him apologize. So that's who you're dealing with. So that's the same person in a business setting. But when I was in corporate, I was the same way. I was the same way. I think that comes from my mom. Like my mother will check people in a minute. She she's always done it. And she will get you right where you mess up. You could be her supervisor. You could be your coworker. You bring her a file at four thirty, and she'll ask you, "Oh, real nice. Like, how how long did you have this? When did you get this?" "Oh, I got it around three o'clock. I just didn't get around to bringing it to you, but um, we need this by in the morning." I've been in her office where she was like, "You will not get this until tomorrow afternoon." Like, you know what I mean? Don't make your lack of planning my emergency. And that's what people tend to do. People will take their shit and drop it on your lap in the salon, at the shampoo bowl, in the styling chair. You have nothing to do with their anger. But because you're probably the only one that they feel, air quotes, they can get away with it with, they're going to try you because they can't be that powerful at home or they can't say those things at work. But today I want you to quit letting that happen. I want you to stop letting people show up late every week. When you do it every week, it's habitual. It wasn't traffic. You're habitually late. And you don't respect me, my time, or my business. This probably isn't a good relationship. I promise you, when you check people like that, they straighten up. And I know this sounds harsh, but that's just the way it sounds. It's actually what people do in businesses all the time. And I could promise you the people that are mishandling you aren't doing those things at the office. I promise you they're not doing that at the office. So I want you to stop giving people a watered down version of yourself. Stop giving people a watered down version of what it's like to be in the presence of a great hairstylist, of a phenomenal barber, of an award winning makeup artist and esthetician and massage therapist. Stop doing that stop shrinking in front of these people. They're just freaking people. And you have chosen, you have chosen to be in a business of service. So because of that, you owe them five-star, a five-star experience. That includes the way you show up on social media, that includes the way you show up in public. That includes the cleanliness of your salon. That includes how you do business. Being in the beauty profession is not, it's not. I know I said everything is negotiable, but it's not a big negotiation. Like some people feel like, oh, she charges $200 for that. I am gonna talk her down to $175. So it's 200. Well, all I have is 175. Well, then it's 225. Well, how did it get to 225? Like, I'm not going down. I'm going to keep going up. Like, it's 200. Like, you don't have to give me a tip. You don't have to say thank you. This is not, that's not what we're doing here. And I, oh my gosh, for as long as some people have been in this industry to hear some of the complaints, I'm like, why did you let them do that? Why did you let them do that? Why did you let them play you like that? Why did you let them handle you or disrespect your business? Why did you let them play you the way that they did? Because you don't have the confidence. You doubt yourself and you doubt your business and you doubt your skills. And you're not at home practicing and you actually should be at home practicing. If you feel like something crazy is going on every time it's time to quote somebody a price, automate everything. We talked about that before. Automate everything. I have a... um, a guide that talks about systems and how you can automate your business. I think it's like $2 on my website, the academy, the number four, the letter u.com. You don't have to say it. Just say when you're done. You just send them the link and they pay from their phone. Let them see what it is if you're afraid to say it. And if they question you, then you say that's what it is. That's what it was online when you booked it. That's what it is today. You didn't get an add-on service, so that's the price. Done. But how long have you been in this business, and how long has this been your issue? How long have you been carrying this fear? How long? Because today, I want you to say, I quit. I quit. I quit being afraid. Say it, because all of this stuff is what's holding you back. And guess what else? This stuff leads to a low self esteem and a low self worth. I'm telling you, you got to just let people know how you feel and then just don't care if they judge you. They're going to judge you anyway. They're going to judge you anyway. So, hey, I don't care if you misjudge me because 90% of the time, the person is wrong. So I'm going to let that sit with you for a second and we'll be back. I want to give you a few tips on, you know, how you can handle yourself because we all need help, right? So I'll give you a few tips right after. Did you know? Did you know that according to the National Science Foundation, 80% of our thoughts are negative and 95% of our thoughts are repetitive? Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of repetitive thoughts and a lot of negativity, right? Now, we all have thoughts and feelings about ourselves and important aspects of our lives, relationships, work, and school, but... Sometimes our brain gets stuck on the past and it's unable to let go of the past and Lord knows I know what that's like. I live in that every single day. But let me tell you what happens when your brain does that. When you allow your brain to do that, you become very anxious and depression could set in. So when you're anxious and depressive, When you have that type of thinking, it can impact your ability to be fully present in the future, especially when you're spending time and energy worrying about the future. So here are a few things you can do to help with that. I want you to practice gratitude. I want you to um, increase your awareness of your negative talk and negative thoughts and find a more positive way to replace those negative thoughts. And then I want you to surround yourself with positive people and then establish new rituals, habits, and um, different things like that into your routine, especially fitness, especially being out in nature. I have this thing where I say, if the sun's out, I'm out. (laughs) So I want you to adopt a different way to, uh, handle some of your negative thoughts and your repetitive thoughts. Well, that has been your episode of, did you know I'm Tanya Stokes? Let me know what you think about it. Info at tanyastokes.com. And in the subject box, I want you to put, did you know, and let me know how you feel about the information. All right. And we're back. And I just want to wrap up this episode of I Quit by saying stop letting people ruin your day. Stop letting people run your blood pressure up. (laughs) And just like we said in the segment of Did You Know, you need to surround yourself with positive people. You need to find these regular routines that will help you become a better business person. And stop leaving the salon feeling heavy dejected or broken. Stop letting people get it all off of their chest and you sit with it. See, a a lot of us never flipped. We never flipped that switch of when we were in corporate and we were taught that the customer is always right. And even when they're wrong, make them think they're right. And then just, you know, find a way to satisfy them. I think, um, I think you will get more accomplished if you, oh gosh, not water down your response, but if you add a little honey to it, you know, and being in the South, well, a lot of us don't like baby and honey and stuff like that, but sometimes you have to add a little honey to your response, you know, um, if someone questions your price. Or if I don't know, someone is accusing you of something like, "Oh my gosh, my hair is uneven," or you know, I feel like my hair is falling out. And I sent, um, I sent an email to my clients uh, maybe two weeks ago about uh, hair loss, and a few months ago I sent them some information about COVID hair loss, and again in this um, recession-proof guide. I have information about how you can send out mass emails to all of your customers and it personalizes it. And everybody thinks you're sending it directly to them. It was funny, you know, when some people were like, oh, I want to thank you for the letter. And, you know, a few people that, you know, I'm cool with, we kind of blurred the lines a little bit. I said, you do know, because one girl's like, I want to thank you for the letter, but you know, I'm not having any issues with my hair. I said, you do know that was a mass email. She was like, but it said, dear so-and-so. I said, they all say, dear so-and-so. If you talk to the girl under the dryer, she got the same email. Hers said, dear Dana. Yours said, dear Tanya. The other one said, dear Dawn. And the body of the information is the same. We take for granted that people just know this stuff, you know, and they don't because it's it's not what they do. It's not, you know, it was never a part of their business, even, you know, in corporate, in or out of corporate, they just didn't know. So again, when stuff like that happens, I'm like, Oh, I'm doing my job. I'm doing my job. They think it was, you know, but whatever. But I sent the information out, you know, because people need to be informed and, you know, some people were like, yeah, you know, but I'm not having issues with my hair. And then other people were like, I am so happy you sent that because, You know, my doctor put me on something for iron and B12, and I just don't take it. And my hair, and I remember, I remember when I was diagnosed as iron deficient and B12 deficient. And I knew better. I knew that those things caused um, hair thinning and hair loss. But for some reason, you know, they say the doctor, the doctors himself is a fool for a doctor. For some reason, it escaped me. That, that was my issue with my hair. So, you know, um I, it was a list of um, we talked about COVID. Um and then I just sent them a link to one was rx.com, the other one was webmd, and they both had a list of medication that you may that you may be taking that is causing hair loss or hair breakage, and here's why I thought that was important. Because I put something on social media and the amount of hairstylists and random people who inboxed me that, oh, I'm so happy you said that because I'm having this issue, or maybe that's the issue my client is having. And I'm like, well, you know what? Let me send this out to my clients because maybe they don't know. I do know that just being in this pandemic, people are on all sorts of medication. Some for depression, that takes your hair out. Some for anxiety, same thing. Thyroids issue takes your hair out. High blood, low blood pressure, it all takes your hair out, you know? Um, not saying don't take it, you just probably need to keep trying different ones or wait for your system to adjust to it, then you'll no longer have the shedding. But some of those same medication causes mood swings. So sometimes you're you're working with a customer You know, she's not going to tell you if she's on medication, she's going to sit in your chair. She's going to tell you you're the reason. Now her hair is natural. You see her once every six months. (laughs) You're like, how in the hell, you know what I mean? So if you're not, if you're If you're not on your game, if you don't know how to handle conflict resolutions, if you don't know how to do stuff like that, then these people will have you walking away questioning yourself and why you're even in this business. So the reason for this podcast today is for you to quit sleeping on yourself and to quit shrinking and to quit taking it, to quit letting people water you down as a business professional. Quit letting people do that to you. I I don't have another way to say it. I don't even know how to put honey on it. But what I do know is when I am talking to hairstylists that have been in this business longer than me. And they're telling me stuff about how rude the clients are and how the clients are disrespectful because they come 30 minutes late, 40 minutes late. And I'm like, you don't have a client problem. You have a you problem. Your client isn't the problem. Yeah, your client is disrespecting you. She isn't the problem. You're the problem. It's your business. It's your time. It's your life. Put your foot down. I'm telling you, most of the issues that you are having, most of the issues that you are having, you're the problem. You are. You're letting other people ruin your day, ruin your business ruin your family life and you refuse to own your part in it, which 90% of it, excuse me, 90% of it is your fault because you are responsible for you. You are responsible for your mental health. You are responsible for your business. You are responsible for your income and you are responsible for the way in which people communicate with you. And if you have yourself in a position where you have to take it because you need the money, it's all the more reason for you to click the link in this description and download that recession-proof guide for $1.99. It's ninety you You're the problem. Listen, you need to quit letting the wrong people in. Quit doing things that doesn't serve you. Quit servicing people that make you feel horrible. Stop being afraid to say, sweetheart, we're not a good fit. Stop being afraid to say it's $200. Stop being afraid to say I am booked. I can't come in early and I can't stay late. These are my hours. Quit playing small, quit shrinking get out here. There are customers out there waiting for your awesome service. There are customers out there waiting for your impeccable way that you do business. There are some customers in there waiting to walk into a beautiful, clean salon. There are customers out there waiting for your vibrant energy, there are customers out there waiting for your creativity and your education, your knowledge. There are customers out there who want to talk about interest rates. There are customers that want to talk about the market. And there are customers that want to talk about, I don't know, whatever people talk about in the, in the hood. It doesn't matter. You got to find your tribe. You've got to find your group. You've got to find your person. And if you haven't narrowed down your avatar yet, that's why you're still struggling. If you don't know your person, then you don't know how to market to them. And every time somebody calls you, you accept them. And you quit on your business every time you do that. And one person may get that and somebody else won't. But for the ones that did not get it, it's probably not a message for you. So I'm going to get out of here, but we're counting down to 2023. And I'm keeping a promise to myself that, you know, I was going to give you some positive information going into 2023. And today's positive information is to quit. Quit shrinking, quit playing small, quit letting people ruin your day. You deserve better than that. But in quitting all those things, you need to replace it with something better. Be a better person, show up more confident, clean your salon, hone your skills, Increase your prices. Don't be afraid to look people in the eyes and tell them what you're worth. I promise you, you're going to get that and then some. I wish I had the time to tell you how my business has changed since I've done that. And I've just been secretly trying all my new stuff, and it works. Maybe one-on-one, if you give me a call, we can talk about it. I'd love to share it with you. I love sharing. But before we get out of here, I want you to try this on for size. A miracle of abundance comes to me today. Overflowing wealth and wellness is happening to me right now. In the best possible way for the highest good. Say that with me. A miracle of abundance comes to me today. Overflowing wealth and wellness is happening to me right now in the best way possible for the highest good. One more time. A miracle of abundance comes to me today. Overflowing wealth and wellness is happening to me right now. In the best way possible for the highest good. Hey, listen, I want you to be mentally and physically and financially rich and healthy. I want you to have the very best that life has to offer. And every day I want you to get up and give the world a better version of yourself. And I want you to quit quitting on yourself. I want you to bet on you. I want you to bet the house and bet the car and bet all your finances on yourself because you deserve the very best. And 2023 is going to be amazing for all of us. We're going to do this thing together. Hey, if you have any questions, 704-756-2752 or info at tanyastokes.com, but don't forget, stop by my academy and look around. Like I said, I have courses on there as cheap as $1.99. So um, go to the academy, the number four, the letter U.com, and I will talk to you on the next podcast. I'm Tanya Stokes. We'll talk soon. Bye. Like I said, I have courses on there as cheap as a dollar ninety nine. So um, go to the academy, the number four, the letter u dot com, and I will talk to you on the next podcast. I'm Tanya Stokes. We'll talk soon. Bye.